Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning. If you're watching it live, this is Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife of Elijah Streams and the Elijah List that you're watching here. Be sure you subscribe to Elijah List. It's always free, but that way you get show notes from time to time. And uh, when we don't have the notes, we also have the link that you can If you love the show, and I know you love them all, you can send that to your friends and say, click on this link so they don't have to go looking it up. So it's a great way to quickly send it to people you love. Uh, And maybe some that you don't love as much, but you can send it to them. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. We are in year 25 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. Today, we're going to bring in Donna Rigney in just a few minutes. Uh, a couple of quick announcements. Many of you do not know that for the last at least two months or three, we've been developing the podcast. So we are on podcast. And here are we're on I'm assuming, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So uh, that has been growing. It's something like 10% a week. It, it continues to grow. So if you're driving and you don't want to try and pull up the video, these are the three places you can find us. Just type in Elijah's dreams. And also, as well, Elijah Fire is on a podcast, which is what Jeff does. Some of you who are new, who are new don't realize we have two broadcasts, Elijah Fire, done by uh, Jeff. So uh, that's also on podcast. And it's actually growing even faster. Uh, so I think the younger crowd may gravitate toward podcasts more so. Um, or it's a much better program than we are. So anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. A couple of quick announcements besides that. Uh, Some of you wrote, not a lot, but some of you wrote and said, you know, Johnny said he doesn't want to scare people, but he scared us when he was on yesterday when he talked about the vax and and the damage it's going to do. And so I talked to Johnny and he said next week, first of all, he said, I did talk about it for a a minute and I'm going to play that clip. Um, But he said, next week when I come, I'm going to talk about it more and I'm going to blow the shofar to to fight against that. So many of you who have been watching Johnny know that when he blows the shofar, big things happen. So um, come back Monday uh, prepared with your faith. But here's what he said. It was very short, but here's what he said. We always have a part in any fulfillment of what God is doing, because that's what there's a reason he says, arise and shine, because you can lay down and whine. You can, you know, you can stay, you can stay laying down and just whine about everything. So nothing comes to you automatic. That's what people have said. I thought you said there was healing for those who took the vaccine. Well, yes, there's healing for it, but you have, you know, you have to apprehend it. You have to take a hold of it. You have to believe it. You have to get the prayer. You it's available. So it's to stimulate your faith, but at no time does the kingdom of God just impose on you. So, yeah, you, you got that in context. He's not, he's saying you don't just, you, you don't just sit back and say, well, I had the vax and Johnny said it will get healed. You have to contend for your healing uh, with God. All things are possible, but all things, almost all things uh, require contending and faith. Faith is so, so huge. Uh, that's hard to put words into it. Faith means I know my God can heal me. I know he's going to do this for me. I'm going to go to this place or I'm going to do this act. Uh, I'm going to make sure I watch this and hear the shofar. 
There are things that you can do, and God, and God loves it when we show faith by our actions. So come back next Monday for that. So, all right, one more announcement. We mentioned, let's uh, see if I have it typed out. Okay, here I have it. Uh, we had mentioned um, the last broadcast or two uh, that we're going to add to the uh, water wells that we're digging. We're going to add a special category. And I'm going to just read it to make sure I don't get the words wrong. We're focusing the next few months on helping organizations based in the United States who are involved in assisting in recovery and restoration of human trafficking victims. So if you heard that carefully, we want, we want organizations, especially who are assisting in the recovery and are, who are uh, assisting in the restoration uh, and so there's like two or three of these that we're now doing, but now we need to focus on our uh, neck of the woods, the United States. So um, if you're doing it, but it's overseas, it's okay to fill out the app and let us know you are there. But right now the grants, uh, you're, you're going to apply for a grant to help you do what you're doing. And, and there's a form for you to fill out. So there it is, ElijahStreamsGrants.com. They're going to leave that up for a little while. So you can see that uh, it'll be there for a few minutes and then it'll disappear. So make sure you, you copy that down. It's not clickable right there, but fill out the simple form. And if it's along the lines of what we're looking for, you may get a call and say, tell us more about what you're doing and why you need a grant and what you'll use it for. So because uh, uh, we had we've tried the other way to go out and find them and we don't know people from Adam as the expression goes so this will help uh, uh, help tell us about who you are how long you've been doing what you're doing the successes you have I haven't seen the actual form but it's there so be sure and fill that out well you can even do that while the broadcast is going if you open a different tab of course if you're on um, iPhones which I <laughs> I'm a desktop guy, so all my apps, I try to get apps that work on de desktop where I can open another tab and go to work on it, but I'm sure there's a way to do that on an iPhone or a, a Android device as well. So you guys know how to do that. I don't. So, all right, I think that's it. It's time to bring in Donna uh, Rigney. So that's always so, so, so good. So let's bring in Donna Rigney right now. Here we go. Well, good morning, Donna Rigney. Now, you you sound like you're in New York, but you're in Florida. Am I, am I saying that about right? That's right. I, I never lost my accent, my Rhode Island accent. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if in heaven we're going we're gonna to see the people, or if we all um, are going to continue to have our accents, and uh, we're going to hear your New which part of New York is your accent from? Because there's so well, many. I'm from Rhode Island, but I sound like I'm from New York. Oh, oh it's Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know how I got this accent, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. why I think you're always think you're from New York. So um, yes. I know we were talking offline about the glory and that you've been experiencing that. It, you know, is that in part of what you're talking about today? And if yes. not, tell us about that. Yes. I wanted to just say something too about uh, what Johnny Enlow said yesterday. I listened to him faithfully and a hundred percent of the things that God's showing him, God's showing me. And um, 
I just want to go along with what he's saying as far as the, the vaccines, that our God is mighty. Our God is faithful. Our God is able. And I'm going to give an example of what God did for us. It's not to do, it's not the vaccine, but it was just as dire. Yeah. Um, my husband was diagnosed with stage four cancer this past September. He had a melanoma and it had spread to his liver and his lungs. Wow. And so uh, he, you know, he had surgery, had all the things that they have to do to remove the melanoma, but it had spread. And so we started treatment, but prior to this happening, uh, Miles Kilby had come to the church and, and twice had given Jack a word that um, God was extending his life. And this was before we got the diagnosis. You know, nothing was wrong with Jack when we got these words. But when we got the diagnosis, I remembered the word and Jack remembered the word and we stood on it. We're, you know, and that's just what you're saying. We've got to pick up the rod of our authority. God's given us all a word. By his stripes, we're healed. That's a, that's a rod of authority we have that we can declare and decree. By your stripes, Jesus, I'm healed from the effects of the vaccine. I'm healed. But so what happened with us with this situation with Jack is we prayed about it and, you know, with leading from the Holy Spirit, how to handle it, what to do. And so Jack started taking treatment um, probably the treatment started towards the middle to the end of October in the um, cancer treatment place in Orlando. And um, the blood test originally in September was 352, uh, which shows how much cancer is in the blood. And so it was off the chart. It was so well, high. It's off the, that's, that's, I, I don't know the numbers. Thank God I don't even know them, but but that's off the chart. Huh? It was off the top. The chart goes to about 300. It was off the chart. And uh, so then um, he had a couple of weeks of treatments, maybe five or six weeks, and they did another blood test. And when we got the results of this blood test, it had gone to 1.4. Oh, my goodness. From 352 to 1.4. We just went there last week, and he got the results of the blood tests from three weeks ago, and it was zero. No detectable cancer in his blood. And all the scans, the tumors in his liver and his lungs shrank at least 60%. The doctor was completely shocked in awe. Wow. That just incredible what God is doing. So what I'm saying is, I don't care what's going on in your life. Grab a hold of the rod of God's word. Stand in faith. Like... Johnny said, we can just whine like Jack and I could have been like, oh, no, Jack is going to die. We didn't. We're like, God, you spoke. You said you're extending his so life. Good. We're, not, we're not accepting this at all. We're going to do what we need to do. We're not denying that this is going on. We're seeking you. You said, go get the treatment. He's getting immunotherapy. He's in a, in a study. We prayed about it. God said to do that. And so we're just depending on God. And listening for wisdom, being led by the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to do with everything in life. Life. We can't put God in a box and say, this is the way you're going to heal me. Like we could have said, no, we're not doing anything. And we're just going to wait on God. But that wasn't what God was telling us to do. He told us to go for the treatment. And how do you process, do you say, Donna, that God working through the immunotherapy did this or do you say regardless of the immunotherapy 
God did this. How do you process that for people who would ask that? I believe myself personally that okay. God, because we prayed about it, he told us to do it. He's using the immunotherapy and this study. It's a sp study he's in that they give him an additional treatment as well because it's a study we signed up for that God's using that study drug and and that what his cancer was so aggressive wow. that in, in a matter of a couple of weeks, the tumor in his liver grew from one centimeter to five. And so we felt that the Lord was saying, because this is aggressive, you are to use aggressive treatment. So we went for the, I'm telling you, heart to heart, this is what God led us. So we went and did, signed up for this treatment, the additional treatment, and this is what happened in a matter of, I would say probably five weeks, it went from 352 to one. And That's then a couple of weeks crazy. later, it's zero. And That's the doctor crazy. said, this blood test is like the Cadillac of how they determine whether you've got cancer or not. And it's none. No tell people, cancer. tell people, because I ask you if, it's, if you're willing to do that, tell people the name of what they gave you in, in immunotherapy. Are you able to do that? or? Well, I, I can, but I don't really know the names of, of the immunotherapy, but we're going to the Orlando Cancer Center. Okay. And, um, and the, the type of cancer he had is the melanoma. And okay. so he's, he's has the, the regular treatment that people are getting, but also this is an additional study drug. And there was okay. a long list of side effects he could get. So we, we really prayed about it and God told us to do it. He has not had one side effect crazy you know, i'm just saying we got to just do what god tells us to do totally. and go with it without fear we had no fear honestly jack would say there's nothing wrong with me i don't even know why i'm doing this treatment his mindset is so much that i'm fine <laughs> and That's good. he is fine now so i'm just saying the same thing about the vaccines okay it's no hard the vaccine are is no harder for God than this. In fact, it's probably easier if you, if nothing is too hard for our God. So it's not like harder or easier, but it's a, it's a less than uh, attack than, than say stage, whatever. It sounds like stage, stage four, four, but I don't it know. Was, it was, they said stage four cancer. That was the diagnosis. Wow. Imagine? We were like, <laughs> that's amazing. We remember that word right away. Wait a minute. God, you said you're extending his life. So I'm saying the same thing. I don't care what people are saying about the vaccines and what you're hearing. Don't let fear come near you. Just say, if God is for me, nothing will hurt or harm me. It's scripture tells us we can drink deadly things, poisonous things, and it won't harm us. You know, it, Paul was bitten by a poisonous snake. He shook it off. And so I'm just, I feel like faith is rising in people right now. Yeah, and I do too. Vaccine that's filled with fear for themselves or their loves, loved ones that have had it. We're gonna, I'm going to pray right now. Yes. Okay? And then Johnny awesome. will blow his shofar next week. We're believing our God is awesome. He's He doesn't want us to, to die prematurely. He wants us, us to live out the full length of our days and to complete the destiny and the assignment he's given every single one of us. Our assignment is to release the glory, to open portals. This is Jack and my assignment. And we're not done. God's like, no, you're not done. You're going to finish it. And I, everyone's got an assignment. And I'm declaring that to you. Your assignment is not done. 
You're not leaving this earth and going to heaven prematurely. You're going to stay and finish your assignment. No vaccine, no deadly virus. Nothing is going to stop you because if your God is for you, who or what could be against you? So in the name of Jesus, oh, I release the glory of God to fall right now on every single one. Everyone that's worried about themselves or their loved ones that have had the vaccine or have any other health issues. I release your glory, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let your glory fall now. Fill everyone with your glory. Touch everyone. And in your glory, chase away anything, any demon spirits, any spirits of infirmity, death and destruction, the vaccine. Chase these things away, Father. Oh, ha, ha. Chase away the fear, Father. Oh, the anxiety, the worry. Chase it all away, Father. And I release peace, peace healing right now in the name of Jesus. Anybody that has had any blood clots forming as a result of the vaccine or anything else, I come in those blood clots right now, you dissolve and you yes. disappear in the name of Jesus. I come in hearts that have been damaged to be healed now in the name of Jesus. So Amen. good. So good. One more question about that. Um, I don't know if you or your husband had a moment where fear got you, uh, but whether you did or didn't, the question's the same. Um, like when she, when, when the angel appeared to Mary, he said, don't be afraid or fear not, depending on the translation. It was a command. It wasn't like when you, I, I want you to not feel, he, just, he said, don't do that. And then to Joseph, he said the same thing, don't be afraid. Um, Talk for just a minute about the choice to not be afraid, if there is such a thing. Absolutely, there is. There was. When we heard the diagnosis, I had to make the decision. God, you, I, I remembered instantly what the, uh, the prophet had said. And I, I had to make the choice. Am I going to believe what the prophet said? And am I, am I going to believe the word of God? Or am I going to believe that there's no hope? What am I going to, I'm like, no, I'm believing what God said. God's never failed me. He doesn't lie. He spoke. He didn't just say it once. He said it twice. Oh, ha, before the diagnosis. So, but then once I did that, I'm human, just like everyone else. The thought would come. And of course the enemy, he's going to try to fuel fear, would come with, oh, he's going to die. No, I right away. No, you have to make that decision every time. No, fear you go. I believe I stand in faith. God, you, I would repeat that again. You said he's going to, I must've done that sometimes a hundred times a day. Wow. You said he's going to live and I'm standing on it. And now that we're seeing all these good results, I don't have to battle that fear anymore. I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> so good. So, so, so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, uh, just based on time, we need to keep moving, but I, this okay. was so important. If it was only for what you've just said, so many people, including those with cancer, a bunch of people with cancer just really tapped into this today. Uh, uh, not just vaccinated, a bunch of people with cancer uh, got a new lease on life today by watching you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Thank so. you, Jesus. Uh, Jesus is wonderful. Yeah, he is. Before the show, he told me to read Acts chapter 3. And that's the story of Peter and John going to the temple. And there was a man who was crippled from birth that they carried to the temple gate to beg every day. 
And Peter said to him, silver and gold, we have not, but what I have, I give you in the name of Jesus, walk. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. <laughs> and he pulled him up. And as he pulled him up, the man's ankles and legs got strengthened. And he started dancing and leaping and praising God and was completely healed. But it took that step of faith. Okay. Peter declared it in the name of Jesus and pulled the man up. The man wasn't healed yet. As he stood, his ankles and his feet got strengthened. So I say in the name of Jesus, every one of you live. Those of you that have had a diagnosis, a severe diagnosis of any kind, I declare unto you in the name of Jesus, live. Yes. So good. (laughs) So good. I mean, you know, I can see in the spirit that angels are, are, are traveling at light speed when you said that all throughout not just the united states but throughout the earth uh and, and they're they're doing god's bidding including new body parts from from heaven and healing gifts amazing i mean they're just like light speed right now so well yeah. done <laughs> thank you Wait, thank i'm going to share, share this is off script <laughs> go ahead i'm going to share something else too for those that feel like well i'm not in person uh, they're not laying hands on me you know it's over the internet can this be, you know, over the phone years ago, I prayed for someone with stage four cancer and they were in Austria and I was in Rhode Island and the woman got completely healed, totally healed. Uh, Just, you know, God does it. It doesn't matter how far. It's in the word. He sent his word and healed them. You know, it's in the word. That's it. And and then just recently, uh, last week, I was ministering to pastors, two pastors, on the um, Zoom from Malaysia. And I was telling them, I wanted them to have faith that when I released the glory, the glory would fall on them where they were, that that I didn't need to be there to release it. I'm just just gonna release it. And this is what God's told me to do. And whenever I release the glory, the glory will fall. And so I was telling them that and how I've been doing it, different uh, videos and whatnot, and how people are getting the glory on them. So they were like, okay. So I closed my eyes and I began praying for them, for their ministry. And I released the glory. I just said, in the name of Jesus, I release your glory to fall upon them. When I opened my eyes, the whole, the whole room was full with this thick fog. A fog was so thick, Steve, that I had to squint my eyes. I'm like, what's (laughs) wrong with the computer? I can't see them. (laughs) When God shows up, sometimes we're like, what? So and, and and they she the pastor's wife she got the phone her uh what do you call it camera and took a picture she was so in awe of what god did it was wonderful so that's all the way from malaysia to from florida that god did that so i, I want you to build your faith that even though no one's laying hands on you we don't need to because it's not us doing it it's jesus we send the word totally. like you said Steve. we send the word huh and let all the diseases be healed. Those we mentioned and those we didn't mention. Your God loves you and he wants you whole. He wants you to finish the race well, strong and healthy and not weak and infirm. And I say that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm wow. old, Steve. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, the power is here. That's the 
phrase that's in my spirit right now, the power is here. So just everyone take it. Don't doubt it. Take it, take it, take it. So, well, I know you have some stuff to cover that's really yeah. good. So I'll turn you over to do that. Um, starting right. with what, what God showed you on January 3, it looks like. So. Yeah. This is really cool because this kind of goes along with what we're saying about miracles happening and healings happen. Okay. Uh, God speaks in many ways. He speaks through the word. He speaks to us personally in our heart. He, he speaks to us through the prophets, but he also speaks to us through different signs and different things happening. And so this is what this is kind of about, another way that God spoke a word strong, all right? Um, th this, he spoke this word to me. He said, many difficult days have my children seen. These are truly behind you. I am showing up on the scene to rescue my children as I have done repeatedly from the beginning of time. And when he said that, I thought I had been re reading in the book of Judges for a few days. And I, I was like, this is what happened back in the book of Judges. The people would, when they had a good leader, they would follow God and they'd be faithful to him. But then when they had a bad leader, they all turned from God, ran their way. And then they got oppressed. The enemy came against them in many different mm. ways. And so after years of suffering, they would cry out. God would hear them. He would rescue them. He put a good leader in place. And then they would have many good years. And this repeated itself over and over if you read the book of Judges. So I knew he was saying, you're living in a time similar to that, where you've been suffering because you've got some rulers ruling over you. And many people have turned from me. But I have a people who's crying out to me so in this right. hour. That just as like I did back then, people would get desperate and start crying out to God. And he said, and every time I rescued them, whenever my people, we know that in the book of Exodus, the people were enslaved for so many years and they started crying out to God. And it says, God heard them and he sent them a deliverer. He's saying, this is what's happening in this hour. Okay. Awesome. He said, if my children cry out to me and truly turn to me, then I arise and scatter their enemies. So I don't care if it's the enemy of a vaccine. I don't care if it's the enemy of sickness or poverty. He says, if my children cry out to me, then I arise. And if it's personal or national or worldwide, doesn't matter. We got a big God. Okay. He said, this is the hour you are entering in. New righteous leaders shall be put in place, and I will conquer those who try to lead my children astray. Exposure after exposure will come in the days and the years ahead. Eyes that were blind to the truth shall be opened. He said that so strong, so clear. Truth and freedom do walk hand in hand together. And he said, Freedom from tyranny and oppression are coming very soon. So, ho, ho, ha, just as accidents come without warning and suddenly I will come on the scene suddenly without warning and turn every evil thing upside down for my children to see. Yes, Lord. This is the hour you're entering into. Be encouraged, okay? Let's have faith. Let's not just keep hearing all the negative things, but let's be focused on what God is saying in this. Like we had to focus on what the prophet said, Jack's life was going to be extended. Focus on the positive and not all the negative things around. All right. And we will see our God arise into wonderful miracles. And I feel like that's the job of the prophets in this hour. Oh, is yeah. Help our faith 
to get raised up because we receive everything by faith, okay? And the enemy's always trying to destroy and demolish our faith. And God's got the prophets speaking to encourage our faith because we receive what we believe. So this is God saying, I want you to encourage my people. I've heard their cries, I'm coming. There's gonna be a year of exposure, restoration, oh, and a recouping of what was lost, okay? He said, um, freedom from tyranny and oppression are coming very soon. Oh, I said that part. Things are being set in place for this event behind the scenes. But just because they are not apparent doesn't mean they aren't being planned right now. So God's saying, I'm working behind the scenes. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean I'm not working. That's I guess good. that's what's going on. Very good news. Cool. Are we going to see it? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, let's be real. Uh, for most of the body of Christ who who don't see what's going on behind the scenes, they, we look around and go, when is God ever going to move? And his, his response is, you have no idea how much I'm moving, but it's behind the scenes, right? Right, right. So he says, don't get discouraged. Just because you're not seeing it doesn't mean I'm not acting. He said, I am determined to rescue my children, both the very young, and I knew he was talking about the babies within the womb and the little mm. children, and wow. the elderly. Because, you know, we know this, that euthanasia that is mm -hmm. kind of creeping too. All ages, he said, I'm going to rescue. Your enemies are cruel taskmasters, and they will reap the cruelty that they sowed and dished out mercilessly to my people. Justice is coming. He said, stunned, and he really emphasized that word, stunned will be the word people use to describe the feeling they will get as the truth is revealed. People are going to be stunned when they see the truth of what's really been going on. He says, I'm going to, it's all going to be revealed. These stunned ones will run to us for comfort and the reassurance that all will be turned around and justice and righteousness will be restored. So he's saying when people are stunned by they seeing, and I mean, we've had that started to happen now mm -hmm. with um, Elon Musk. He brought a lot of exposures out. And now we're seeing more things happen with the classified documents being exposed and different things going on. It's like almost every day, more and more stuff is leaking out for people's eyes to get open to what's really going on and to see the injustice that was heaped against Donald Trump yeah. and against Christians, against the people on January 6th. You watch and see God is going to arise. He's heard our cries. He says, I'm going to come and rescue you. You know, I just, I, this is just, it just hit me just now. It wasn't pre-planned. When you said January 6th, those are real, real people in real, real prison. But I I saw God's prophets being January 6th, if I can use that almost as a verb. They've been January 6th. They've been accused of things they weren't guilty of. Yeah. Uh, and, and God's about done with that. So anyway, I just popped in yeah. my head. I've been anyone really anyone yeah. that's been falsely accused. Oh, yeah. justice is coming. I, I saw, oh, probably a month or so ago, uh, the father with a, a black judge's robe on stand up and come to the earth and stand on the earth barefoot. And people started gathering around his feet and he started commanding angels to go forth to the left, to the right, bringing forth justice. The justice is coming to the earth.
Okay. He's coming to the earth. So yes, let's, you know, we got to hang on. What are we going to do? Like until we get the positive report for Jack's cancer studies yeah. and whatnot, we got to hang on in faith. God, you said you're coming. You're going to rescue us. I'm standing on your word. I believe you. I'm not, I'm not going to be daunted by anything that's going on. Okay. okay. So he good. said that uh, these stunned ones, the people that are so, so shocked and stunned by the things that are revealed that they believe for so long were true and find out they weren't. He said, they're going to come running to him for comfort and reassurance. He said, what they believe for many years will prove to be false. Decisions they made based on these lies will be regretted. And they will go run to God. and He's going to help us with those things. Because if we base decisions on lies, thinking they were the truth, we will regret those decisions. But he says, I'll take care of them. He said, this will be the assignment of my bride. The Christians, the people that had their eyes open and know what's going on. When this exposure occurs, to bring comfort and solace to the downtrodden, to lead them into my waiting arms where they will be restored. And he says, they're going to resist the temptation, the bride, to say, listen, I tried to tell you, you wouldn't listen to me. I told you so. He said, they will resist that temptation to do that. Instead, they will bring comfort and solace and bring them to the Lord. These people, as they're stunned by what they see, we're going to see some stunning things. And, and Donna, that is that kind of a word of the Lord also for those who would be tempted to say, I told, you know, yeah. this is a word of the Lord that says, don't do that, right? Exactly. And he said, they will resist that tempting. We're going to all be tempted to do that. I tried yeah. to tell you, you wouldn't listen. Or I told you so. He says, my bride won't do that. His grace is going to be on us that we will bring comfort, we'll bring solace, we'll, you know, help them through good. what and bring them to the Lord. Very bring good. Yeah. This Very is what's good. coming. Yeah. yeah. He said, in this year, this year, he said, we will fulfill the promise that I made in Second Chronicles 7, 13 through 16 to heal your land in 2023 and beyond. So he said in 2023, it's going to stop, but it's going to go beyond that. He said, so much damage has been done. It will take time to restore all, but it will happen quicker than you think. So he said, it's going to take longer than 2023 for all the damage that's been done to be restored, but he's going to do it. and It'll happen quicker than we think. Okay. Because he promised us in second Chronicles 7, 13 through 16, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I will forgive their sins. I will hear their prayers and I will heal their land. And this is what's happened. So we've done it. We've turned from our wicked ways. We've repented. We've cried out to God. We've sought his face. Now, is he going to fulfill his part of the bargain? Oh, yeah. He says, I'm going to, I'm going to heal your land. Okay. Isn't that oh, good? Yeah. And, and this scripture. Yeah, it is. This scripture was, it jumped out. I just opened up my Bible and there's the scripture. And, and Jesus said, then Jesus told them, I have come into the world to give sight to those who are spiritually blind and to show those who think they see that they are blind. I'm going to read that again. This is what he's going to be doing in this hour. Okay. I have come into the world to give sight to those who are spiritually blind and to show those who think they see they are blind and you 
you know, when I hear that scripture, read that scripture, I think of the poor and downtrodden people like you and me and our friends that, that we are those people who he's going to come and give sight to. But he's also talking about the perpetrators against us who are also spiritually blind, who thought they were doing a service to God. Am I saying that right? Yes. Yes. And, and, and even those that like, like look at, Paul, before his conversion, Saul on the road to Damascus, he was going to go persecute Christians. I mean, he was approved of the killing of Stephen, the first martyr. Mm -hmm. He he had, you know, a really heart full of hatred. He hated Christians and and was determined to kill them. And how God just poured his glory out upon him and changed him. And this morning, the Lord had me in my prayer time, releasing his glory he said, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh, all flesh. Yeah. So I knew he was saying, release my glory on those that have been used by the enemy to bring so much wickedness, that there'll be many conversions like Saul on the road to Damascus, that yeah. blinding light in him. He was completely changed. He became one of the greatest of the apostles. It, God says, this is release my glory on them. You know, we, we went, rah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, we do. And God's saying, release my glory on them. I want to change them. I keep keep thinking we finally learned uh, the scripture that says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And then we start going, Lord, repay. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm going to do mercy. (laughs) So we have to learn the next level of I will repay. Sometimes he'll repay with goodness and mercy. Uh, You know, and not to everyone. Some will have to severely, severely be punished. But uh, it's interesting that I I think, Donna, that um, our hearts are, I I knew a guy whose son was killed. Uh, It was, they were fighting, he was fighting with his friend. It was a literal fight and a literal friend. And he fell backwards and he died. And and so it was what they call manslaughter. And the Lord came to him. He may be watching for all I know. The Lord came to him and said, what is it that you want? What is it that you desire uh, for this person? Because he was going to be sentenced because he was yeah. guilty of manslaughter. Yeah. And and he said to him, I want mercy, Lord. Wow. I want mercy, Lord. And I, I believe that's how it worked out. I don't remember the, the end of the story, but I, that was so instructive to me. I thought, oh, man, <laughs> help me, Lord, get there. You know, towards our perpetrators. Yeah, I know. And that that's the greatest challenge I feel that we have as Christians is to love our enemies, to Mm. pray for those who persecute us Mm. and use us and abuse us. And and that's what Jesus tells us to do. Bless them. Pray for them to be converted. Is justice coming? Yes. And for justice sake, they will have to you know, reap the consequences of what they've done. Many, many, many will, but we want their souls to be saved. We want them to repent, be truly sorry, to turn to God. And then when they leave this earth, they won't spend eternity in hell. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the heart that it's a challenge every week at church. I have to encourage everyone. Now remember, (laughs) we're praying praying with love for our enemies, (laughs) for them to turn from their wickedness because we want justice. You know, that's, God wants justice too. I saw him as the just judge coming to bring justice because 
He, he's had it with the suffering of his people. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. But he's angry with the demons and the demons that are controlling the people. And he says, remember, you battle not against flesh and blood, but powers yeah. and principalities. Yeah. So we can keep that in mind that when we're dealing with people that are giving us a hard time, we can be mad at those demons that are controlling them and fight those demons, but continue to love the people, pray with a heart of love that they will repent and that we so set good. So yeah. good. So okay, good. Okay, so now, now I'm going to just move on to what the Lord, I started this by saying that the Lord speaks in many ways. Now he spoke the word that I'm going to open the eyes of the blind. All right. In this hour, people that believe the lie was the truth and the truth was a lie. I'm going to open their eyes and they're going to see the truth. Well, right after, after this happened, people began having their eyes healed at church that nobody prayed for. One after Really? No one prayed for them? No, no one prayed for them. Okay. Uh, the first woman came forward at a Sunday morning service. She said she had a black line going straight over down her eye and that we were just worshiping. And the, the microphone was there. She came and she said, I just got to tell everyone I had a line going down my eye and it's gone. But I still can't see out of my other eye. She was blind in the other eye. By the end of the service, as she was walking out, she told Pastor James, she said, I should have gone back up to get the microphone because I can see out of my other eye now. Wow. So she was the first one. Then at the gathering on, I think it was January 7th, as someone came up for prayer for, to Jalora O'Brien for something not her eyes. Her eyesight was terrible. She couldn't, with her glasses on, she couldn't make out faces. She, terrible, wow. terrible. Wow. And after she got prayer, now she didn't get prayer for her eyesight. She, the service was over and she's yelling across the room, Pastor James, Pastor James, because he was there. I see you. Wow. <laughs> and she's yelling to other people across the room. She got her, her eyes healed. Then, the following week on a Friday night service, which was just like, I think a week ago, um, this past Friday, a week from this past Friday, three women during, we were just, we, we weren't even into worship yet. We hadn't even released the glory yet. We were in our time of prayer, of intercession that we pray for about two hours, two and a half hours for the nation, for, for Donald Trump. We, I mean, we just were going to town and this woman raised her hand. So we give her the microphone. She said, I can see. <laughs> and she, she starts describing that the line where the paint was way in the other side of the room was crooked. <laughs> and she, she says, I can see. And then another woman uh, raised her hand. She said, I had my glasses on and everything was blurry. I took my glasses off and I can see. She couldn't see with her glasses on because God healed her eyes. Oh, my. Yeah. One, two, and then a third one stood up and said, I'm, I'm, I'm reading my Bible and I couldn't read the, the small print. She said, I can read the tiny print in my Bible. <laughs> I love it. I like that. You know, <laughs> you and, you know I was at a, a healing meeting one time and on the same night next to each other. Uh, one woman was, because I was kind of on the ministry team, not officially, but kind of because of the Elijah list, I had extra grace to, to go around and ask people questions. And, and somehow I found out these two women were claiming healing. And I asked the woman, and she said, and she began to describe the detail of the floral 
painting that was uh, behind the speaker's thing. And she says, I could never, never see that. The other woman said, I can hear in this ear and I don't have an eardrum. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you saying you have no eardrum? It was removed because she had said that. And, and I got right. I said, you're hearing me talk out of this ear. And, and she says, yes. And so it's like, oh my goodness. I, I just wish I had a thousand times that, that many um, stories, but it was very profound. I know. And, and this is, this is the God we serve. Yeah, it is. And we didn't pray for anybody's eyes to be healed. We were praying for the eyes of the nation to be open, the eyes of the world to be open. We were praying that God would reveal the truth to people, but we weren't praying for eyesight for anybody in our prayer time. And we did not pray for individuals at all because we're just praying, standing in the gap for the nation and for the world. And these three women got healed. And then this Sunday, a gentleman came forward during the Sunday service and got the microphone and said that out of one eye, he had had cataract surgery and he was still not seeing well. He says, now, he said, I have 20-20 vision. <laughs> he said, I never had 20-20 vision out of that eye before. And so what I'm saying is, and this is what the Lord is doing in this hour, is that he is proclaiming his word through these signs and wonders. He's saying, I said, I'm going to open the eyes of the blind. Wow. Spiritually blind and shows those that think they see that they don't see. I'm performing that word now. I'm performing the prophetic word that I declared to you that eyes that did, couldn't see the truth are going to be open and they're going to see clearly. Some people kind of see a little bit uh, hazy. They're going to get 20-20 vision. Um, I, so this is, he said, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. And now I'm showing you with some signs. <laughs> he's showing off is what he's doing. And I love it. He's performing that word. In yeah. the natural, so we are uh, what? So our faith will rise up. Oh yeah! How can we doubt it? How can we doubt that God's going to do that in this hour? He's showing up with these signs, opening eyes. I love it's, it. I love it? it. It's one, and no one can take the glory for it. Yeah, he gets all the glory because no one even prayed for these people to have their eyesight. So restored. good, you know. I mean, it's one thing if people laid hands in a group went around and, and, and started speaking in tongues and saying, Lord, we appeal on this system. But no one was doing any of that. And suddenly healing happened. I, that <laughs> and three people in one service within 15 minutes of each other. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and I mean this in the best way it could be interpreted. God was showing off. He literally he goes, watch this. You know, no one's asking for this watch. And so... <laughs> I love it. I mean, I truly, I'm. it's just profound. Yeah. I, I, during one of the services, the glory was so strong. This was a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night. And the glory felt, what we do is we come forward, get the communion, bring it back to our seats. Then um, we get into worship. And at the end of worship, I release the glory, I go around and release the glory over everyone as they're sitting in their seats. And people just get filled with the glory. Then we take communion. Well, the glory fell so strong, people couldn't lift the communion up to their mouth to take communion. And no one could. There was a, and my husband counted the people, he said it was 120 were there. I mean, they just, they were so weak with under the spirit, so, so slain and they couldn't, yes. 
They didn't have the strength to even take the communion. The, the kabod, the heavy, weighty glory was on them so strong, no one could lift the, the, wow. the elements. Today. Wow. And there was 120. So I'm a, on the way home in the car, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked. I'm like, what happened, Jack? <laughs> and the That's next day, crazy. the Lord told me, he said, I don't want you to be shocked when I fulfill my promise. I told you, I'm going to be pouring my glory out. I'm pouring my spirit out. He said, be amazed, be in awe, but don't be shocked when I do the things I said I'm going to do. Amazing. And, and, well, and, that, and there's been a couple of weeks of that. And there's been 120 at those gatherings. And to me, it's God saying, one of the songs we sing is fire. And it's about that the 120, do it again like you did it back, way back when, when there were 120 gathered in the upper room. I, I feel like God's doing that. He's like, in, he's speaking it with just what's going on in the actions. With 120 were there and this incredible glory fall. Nobody can move. I have to switch now. I have to have them take communion before I go around and release the glory so people can take communion. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it, it, it's just, well, you know, said, if, if I can, my glory out. And if I could just even make this thing, you know, talking about God showing up, normally we think of, and people will use the term, there's healing in the atonement, and they'll take the, the bread and the wine, and they'll say there's healing in the blood and the body, and they'll take that knowing that it will bring, that it could bring healing, and they'll even claim their healing while they're taking it. And God's saying, watch me move before you do any of that. I mean, I love the communion, but God's showing off. He's going, I don't even need that, you know. He's like, don't place any limitations on me. Yeah. I'm God. I will do things my way. <laughs> I'm going to show up suddenly, okay? I'm yeah. going to surprise everybody. So good. So we'll be good. in awe of him. I know. This is, it's, so I'm, my faith is encouraged. Yeah. God's speaking his word. And he's demonstrating it through these different things that are happening, you know, and it's confirming the word. He, he said, I said, I'm going to do it. Now watch. So and if we, I, can, I, I can't help but add this one other thing. Johnny and you both appropriately said, you need to do things. You need to have faith. You need to do uh, prophetic uh, acts. You need to show up. Well, they showed up. We don't know individual different people's faith, but there is a time when God says, I'm just going to act. Y'all can do what you want to do. I'm going <laughs> to just speak in Southern drawl. You know, he go, you know, you can do what you want, but uh, y'all can do what you want. But I'm at, I'm healing right now, you know, and, and I'm not asking anyone if they have faith. I think there are times when he doesn't even require faith. I mean, oh, that's, absolutely. you know, I don't know. What do you think about that statement? Those three women were completely shocked. Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't have faith that their eyes were going to be healed. They didn't ask for it. God just did it. This God is God. Crazy. You got to release God to do whatever you want to do. We're, some people, uh, one woman came up to me and said that someone prayed for her. At the end of the service, we prayed for people for healing. One leg was shorter than the other. Her leg grew out. Her back was bothering her before because it was uneven, and now her back was healed. You know, God, uh, someone said during worship, they had a rotator cuff 
problem in their shoulder, God healed it. They weren't asking for this. The, the woman with the shoulder, God just did it. Wow. One after another, people, so many people are coming forward with testimonies. <laughs> Get them. <laughs> well, it's like that, that scripture that says, if we were to record everything Jesus did, the world would not hold the books that it would. That's because in any crowd, he was doing, you know, we know that we know he healed the woman with the issue of blood, but we don't know the 157 that we that he healed uh, that he never even touched, you know, that walked away, you know, because he couldn't touch every single human body. So but it says he healed them all. Yes. He says he healed them all. So anyway, that's the book. And that's what we're yeah. coming into. Yeah. See, he's saying this is the hour you're living in. I yeah. heard the cries. I have a remnant. I have those that are faithful that have been crying out to me. And I'm coming. I'm coming on the scene. And you will be in awe of what I'm going to do. I'm already in awe. Think what it will be. Oh, my you goodness. We're, 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 I believe here in Florida that we're we're like have a foretaste um, yeah. that we're you know, you know on the cutting edge and we're we're launching out ahead and uh, like I do I liken it to a mom cooking dinner and she gives the kids a little taste of what yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> they don't get the whole dinner they get a taste and I feel like that's what he's doing right now here in our gatherings in Florida different ministries he's giving us a little taste. Like, That's this so good. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't a little taste of those three women, was it? It was like the rest of us got to see it. But wow, oh, you know? yeah. oh yeah, and and so many. I'm I'm just uh, in awe of what God is doing. Yeah. There's so many. This uh, relationships that are families that are getting knit back together. People get up and give testimonies. I hadn't talked to my daughter or grandchildren in years and years, and they're back. But suddenly, just appear. They just God's just suddenly doing these things in people's lives. So finances, uh, it, it, it's incredible how many people one week, every single person that raised their hand, we gave them the, to give a testimony. It was financial, that their finances doubled. Every single one. They didn't even really? know each other. Yes. Really? Uh, so jobs are coming in. Just wonderful things are happening that God is doing sovereignly to people. So not just like eyesight. In every area, God's moving. So we got to raise our level of expectation. Yeah. And faith is we're coming into a wonderful time. Is the enemy mad? Yeah. Is he trying to stop this? Yes. What's our job? Stand firm, huh? On the word of God. Oh, with faith, declare the word of God and go get your miracles. (laughs) So good. I love it. Amen. I love it. That that it's, it's really almost militant. The way you said it, it's like, okay, stand in faith, now go get it. It's yeah. like. And, and this is one of the things we're doing. Oh, since the first of the year, the Lord really impressed on me that it's important that we declare and decree the word of God and make declarations at our prayer time. And so I'm, I'm like, this is a whole new way we're going to be praying. You know, we had that interspersed among our prayers, but now everyone. When you get up to pray, you declare, you decree the word of God, what God's doing. And so for a couple of hours, two, two and a half, three hours, people are declaring one at a time the word of God. And and it's it's a militant thing that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. See? You know, we're coming. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, December, January, March. You know, it, it reminds me of when people coming into the 
winter solstice or the summer solstice, and they'll say, oh, this is the time that the enemy uh, is strong during the solstices, the summer, and, and, and yet we need to get up on those days and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be rejoice. That's a decree. That's a decree right there. And God, and God, I think, is waiting for someone to quit saying, this is the enemy's days and declare and decree, this is my day, you know. Amen. So anyway, I had Amen. to say that. And, you know, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. What do we say? We're hearing. So if we're saying what the enemy is doing, we're hearing that. And that's building faith in what the enemy is going to do. But if we're saying and declaring and decreeing what God is saying, what he's going to do, we're hearing that. And that's building faith in God and what oh, he's good. doing. You oh, see, good. that's why he's telling us to clear, decree, speak, guard your mouths. Don't speak what the enemy's doing. Speak what God is doing. When, I'm going to be honest. When Jack got the diagnosis, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want to declare it. Okay. But once... Now, when God's moving, I'm declaring and decreeing what God's doing. You see, yeah. this is what we got to do. Build our faith. I, I know our time's running short, so I'm going to skip to um, the section. Uh, in Which in number? In your notes, just because I kind of feel that this is important to hit. Which on. number did you say in my notes? Five. 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 Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's what the Lord spoke to me um, the beginning of January. Oh, ha. He said, this is the year where my people are going to let me be your shepherd. Say it louder. This Say it is one the more time. year where my people are going to let me be their shepherd. Wow. And I knew he meant the world. The world is going to let him shepherd them. You know, he's the good shepherd. And he said, people are going to see me as a good shepherd. And they're going to okay. be like sheep that follow the good shepherd. They won't, they won't even listen to another voice. When another shepherd comes and tries to deceive them, they won't, they won't listen. They're just going to stay focused on their shepherd. And they, and they don't, the sheep don't rebel. They're like, Oh, forget it. I'm going to go out and eat grass over there. No, they're all in a flock. I've seen sheep when I did missionary work in Croatia. I saw them. It's incredible to watch the shepherd and the shepherdess and the sheep just, are all encircled around them and they move like all as one. Really? It's incredible to see. And he said, this is what it's going to be like. My sheep are going to follow me like sheep follow their shepherd, a good shepherd, because they trust me. They're going to know that I'm going to, and that's the, the, the scripture for this year, Psalm 23. And I know Johnny's saying uh, Psalm 65. Mm -hmm. Yes, reading this so, so similar in what they are saying, those two Psalms. And so the Lord was saying to me, this is the year that you're coming into. The people are going to let me shepherd them and they're going to follow me and they're going to hear my voice and only my, and they won't be deceived or tricked. Um, and then he said, oh, this one Sunday morning, uh, it was on January 15th, after he had spoken this to me and he's been talking to me about shepherds and whatnot. Oh, I see him in a vision at church. And he has the shepherd's staff with the crook at the end of it. And he's yeah. pulling, there's a sheep around him in this vision. And he's pulling sheep, stray sheep uh, with this staff over to him. And he said, I have a sheep pen. 
I'm going to say that again. He said, I have a sheep pen. pen. When he said it, it was, it was such love in his, when he said it, it was such a deep emotional thing that I knew in an instant when he said that, that he's going to be gathering in a great harvest. Oh, ah. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Because he has sheep pens in this hour, churches, places where he can bring the sheep, where they'll be safe. Will so well taken care of. And I knew when he said that, that he has not gathered in the harvest yet because he had no place that was safe to bring them. But now he does. Oh, oh. Can I ask you this question? Is it an overstatement or fair to say that some churches who that have slowly but surely emptied out in this hour, and a lot of them are just almost empty, but they're still hanging on, that God has emptied them out to prepare room for what he's bringing in? Is there some of that going on where where God has emptied out uh, the, the less committed so that they can come in? I don't know if he's shown you any of that, but... Well, as you're saying that, that is exactly what happened in the, the church that we're... We, we have our Friday night service there, the Church on the Rock, and we've gotten very, very close with the pastors. We work together like it's incredible, like something I've never seen. Pastors just join together wow. and working to advance the kingdom of God, the yeah. ecclesia. It's just one mindset, such unity and love. And we, we work together and doing the deliverance. We've gotten, it's just wonderful what's happening. Well, prior to us being part of their ministry and joining in with them, uh, that's exactly what happened to them. Uh, their church, barring just a few people, emptied out. And now all these people that see Elijah's dreams are coming to the church. They oh, all have wow. one mind. They're, they're coming from Elijah's dreams. They, they have one mind, one heart. They're on fire for God. That They want this nation turned around. They, they're just devoted to God. So it's, it's this big sheepfold that God's gathered in. I never wow. saw it like that until you just said that. When you said that, I'm like, that's why that happened. God that's fascinating out. to hear. It's like God said, oh, uh, I'm building a tribe uh, that thinks kind of the, all the same way of what I'm doing right now. And now I'm sending that tribe to this church that's kind of empty. They got plenty of seats. Yeah. It, and I'm sending, and, wow. They, and he's raising up out of these people an army. Wow. That it's in, the deliverance ministry is incredible. Uh, we trained the people. I trained them. And now they're, they're running the ministry. They're, it's, it's wonderful. People come from all over the United States. And we even had people come from other countries to sign up, make appointments, go in through deliverance and people are getting set free. And not only are people getting set free, we have another team, a healing team that are praying for people for healing and miracles are happening. People are getting healed. At the end of deliverance, everyone gets prayed for, for healing and for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, all that. People are getting healed as part of the deliverance that they're going so through. Good. Wow. And then, then our son, John, has kind of come alongside us and he's been doing the ministry. We have a a YouTube channel called the Prophets Chat, and he and we, we work together. And he's a prophet. He's he's just a, so anointed. And so what happened was 
he was ministering. He comes, he lives in North Carolina. So he comes maybe once a month and ministers at the church. And he deposited that prophet's anointing there. So we raised up a company of prophets. So now we have the deliverance ministry. We have the healing ministry. We have a company of prophets that have risen up from this group that came through Elijah's streams, this sheepfold, all united, one cause to raise up the body of Christ to strengthen people, not for the church itself to be strengthened, but for the ecclesia to go forth from the church. And that's what God showed me about the sheep pen, is that the sheep pen isn't a prison, isn't a place for people to be locked down and held in and just operate in there. And that's what Johnny's been talking about that we did in the revivals in the past. Right. We were all about ourselves. This is the time now where that door is open wide and we're training people and equipping people like the pastors from Malaysia. I sent them all our material on deliverance so they can do deliverance in their church in Malaysia. God's we, people come from all over. We get them set free, give them if they want the training and they go bring it to their community. Well, their I, I mean, this is kind of stating the obvious, but the, Sheep pen, other not being what you said, it's not a prison, it's not control. It's an absolute place of protection. Yes. That the that that the shepherd has set up this pen. You come here and we'll protect you. And I'll protect you. Of course, he's the good shepherd. Uh wow. I never yeah. thought of the church as a pen, but I mean it's uh it's this obvious is, in scripture, you. you know. I'll read you exactly what he said. He said, oh, this is the hour I am gathering my lost sheep to me because I have a sheep pen for them that is safe. Wow. A place where they could be fed and well tended, where all the ticks and lice will be removed, that's deliverance, and they will be strengthened huh? through the healing ministry, through the prophetic, working all together, not in competition, working together, all right? They will be well guarded, but also free to roam the land to gather in more lost sheep. Wow. wow. This sheep pen is not like a prison or a hiding place from the world, but a place of equipping and strengthening so that each and every sheep will never stray, but will fulfill their calling. And this is, this is what the call is for this glory, this outpouring of glory. It's for the nations. It's for the world. It's for us to get it and bring it out okay but in order to do that first we got to get delivered we got to get healed we mm. got to get strengthened we got to get trained okay and then released this and this is what god's saying i've got these places now so i'm going to be bringing in the lost sheep so that they can get and they can be released so good so good he said that ho oh, ha outside the walls of the sheep pen they will be very effective outside the walls of the church, which Johnny's talking about. We need to go outside the walls of the church in this next move of God. He said, outside the walls of the sheep pen, they will be very effective and find delight in following their true shepherd to bring those who dwell in the rocks and on the dangerous high cliffs to a safe haven out of the darkness into the light. So he's saying, I'm, the lost are going to come in, I'm going to get strengthened, healed delivered and sent out to go get the lost sheep, the addicts, huh? Those people that are on the edge of a cliff, the suicidal, the desperate. All right. 
He said, uh, um, he said, when my people see how blessed those who are mine are, they will come so they too can experience that same level of care. A holy jealousy will drive them into the sheepfold to the arms of their shepherd. I want my faithful ones to shine like stars in this dark world. You know, and, and in the beginning of Johnny's show, I keep going to Johnny, yeah. is you are the light of the world. Yeah, he was. He is. <laughs> okay. He said, all right, I want my faithful ones to shine like stars in this dark world, blessed in every way, healings, family restorations, prosperity, and a deep abiding joy and peace will overflow off their lives for all to see that there is a difference between those that follow their shepherd and those who don't. And, and then I have here for this, the confirming scripture is Psalm 23, which I'm not going to read it all for the time. But the first verse is, because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. So good. So good. And that's what, yeah. that's what we're coming into. And he's, he's, and this is what this end time outpouring of the glory is all about. And, you know, Donna, uh, that the whole thing is uh, the old model, the main model, what we're used to is the church is gathering in. And once they gather in, they kind of do this. And this is not the, they kind of, now don't leave me. I need you for tithe. I need you for leadership. I need you and I need you. Don't, don't leave, don't leave. And, and, and the Lord's pen is completely different. They come in, get ministered to, to go out. They come to go. Yes. You know, it's a d different model. It looks kind of the same to the, to the naked eye, if you will. You look in, yeah, they're all here, but they're coming here to get healed up to go. I don't know. It looks different. Yes. It's an equipping station. Where yeah. people are being equipped and being yeah. relieved. Oh, you know, this evolved. This is the Lord step by step leading us, the Holy yeah. Spirit leading us. And this is what this is, has evolved into. That people are, they change, they're changing the name of the church to the, uh, the Transformation Center. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The Church on the Rock Transformation Center. It's, it's, a, it's a center for people to come and get transformed and be released to wherever. Yes. I, I tell people, if you feel led to start a home group, start a home group. Good. If I'm in the area and I can come and help you, I'll help you. You know, release the people to use their gifts. Oh, to operate in them. It's not like you said, you're my sheep and you got to stay here. No, go do what God's called you to do. Go do it, whatever assignment you've got to do. We'll help you get equipped for it. We'll do yeah, it. Yeah, it's almost you. like you could have a, a goal to, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I've got this picture of a church advertising more people leave us than any other church, you know, because <laughs> because they're leaving to go into the world to do the works of the kingdom. You know, what pastor would dare to label it that more people leave <laughs> because they're getting healed up to do the works, man. That's good. Yeah. And this is what's this is what God wants in this hour for the church to have that vision for that. And to, to let go of the old. The old way yeah. was a preparation for where we are now. It wasn't we discarded. It was no good. No, it was yeah. good. I was part of that. I loved it, the renewal. It was awesome. You know, but this is a new hour we're living in. A back, 
few months, maybe a couple of years ago, I had this visitation with the Lord and I saw this big tsunami wave come and the people, there were people on the beach and they all got knocked over. And so the Lord and I were going and picking up the people and sitting them around. And he said, in this next move, and that tsunami wave was the picture of the move that's coming. Mm-hmm. He said, in this next move, I want my people to stand under the glory so that they can do what they need to do so that they can. And I was teaching and training. So in this vision that I had, I was had all these people sitting on the shore, teaching them, training them, equipping them. So he said good. this, mm-hmm. he said in the back, in the, in the past, well, we would get hit with the glory, roll on the floor, <laughs> be just, you know, drunk in the spirit, crawl home. I sometimes I had to crawl home on my hands and knees to my car because I couldn't even stand up. But then this one, he says, you have to stand. You have to stand under the weight of my glory. Oh, that's so that good. You, yeah. So that you can be useful. Huh? Oh, ah. So that you, with all the power, the glory that I'm going to be pouring out on you, that it can be used to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring restoration to people's lives. So it's it's a there's a difference in this that God's training us to because sometimes the glory is so strong, people are like, oh God, lift off, I'm going to die. Yeah, (laughs) it's wearing. Yeah, you know, people. When I was first learning what it meant because i would say lord use me i really want to be used and and use me and people would say lord use me and so then he trains you up and all of a sudden i'm being flooded this is in a local church like 30 years ago when this first happened and people would flood do you have a word i understand you give words and can you pray for my healing and finally i'm saying Lord, I'm just beginning to feel used. And he says, isn't that what you prayed for? You know, <laughs> use me. <laughs> and and he meant that in the kindest way. You prayed to be used and it's you're being used. It's kind of like deal with it, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Daily pick up your cross and follow me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know the same thing happened to Jesus. Once they learned that he had the things of life, then they swarmed him. And so it happens with everyone else that has um, life in them. Uh, They're they're like glue. People stick to them like glue because they want what they have. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just, we have to have that heart of compassion and that willingness, you know, the greatest of all is the servant of all. Yeah. That willingness to serve people. And, and it's not about us. It's not about us building our ministry or getting a name for ourselves or getting finances for ourselves. It's yeah. about his kingdom. And it's about equipping his people and getting them up and moving. And, and what's going to happen as a result, the world is going to be changed. Okay? Our communities will be changed, but it is far reaching. This is going to change the world. The glory of God is going to be poured out all over the world. And the goodness of God is going to change people. His glory is his goodness. It's him. It's his presence. He's going to transform people with his glory. I can remember back when I was praying for Donald Trump for the second term. Okay. And all I, we were really going to town praying for yeah. him day and night. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so the Lord said to me, he said, I want you to pray for Trump. You need good leaders. He said, but as much as you're praying for Donald Trump, I need you to pray even harder for the glory because a good leader, even a godly leader can't change the hearts of men, but my glory will and my glory can. 
So That's he said, huge. yes, pray, pray for Trump, but pray even harder for the glory. He says, that's what's going to change the world. It's so good. Change the wow. hearts of people. Yeah. So good. Wow. What a word. That's right there. That, that you know, even that alone could have could have been the whole message. So we've had like three major <laughs> messages today. It was like all good, good, good. Well, um, let me, I want you to pray for the people, if you will. But real quick, before we do that, you have a, an event that we were going to uh, have you tell people about. Let's... Let's put that uh, graphic up. Tell people about that if they can. You might have to read the names off of that because it's a little small. Yes. Okay. Um, this is happening this weekend, uh, January 27th and the 29th, through the 29th uh, in Claremont, Florida. And it's called Glory in America. And Dr. Brett and Marianne Watson are hosting it. They, they've, gotten, they've organized this. They feel the call on God's life to uh, bring the glory throughout the United States to all the different states. Wow. So this is the first event. It's similar to what Delora O'Brien is doing with the gathering. Uh, she's going from state to state to bring the glory. Well, they feel this call to bring the glory throughout America too. So it's God's plan to send people with the glory to go out and spread it through the land, okay? And so at this event is gonna be uh, Manuel Johnson. It's gonna be speaking, Ken Shuffman, uh, Charlie Jordan, who is the bass player for Kim Clement. Yeah. And he's going to be speaking and playing. I love Charlie Jordan. <laughs> he's good. He's a friend. He's, oh, he's, he's the real deal. Oh, he is a wonderful, wonderful man of God. Great guy. And then uh, uh, Joylyn Whitaker, prophetess, and myself will be speaking at this event. And so awesome. if anyone wants to go, they can register. They, there's also um, online tickets as well that they can get. And so and to, to be those. clear, because they're the, the host have a have a goal to bring the glory. That's the emphasis of this ministry or this event is to bring the glory. So yes. people could come expecting the speakers to to help usher in the glory of God, right? Am yes. I, am and, I, yeah. And people can get ministered to. We're going to be releasing the glory, praying for the glory on people, healings. Just letting God do whatever God wants to do in the glory, deliverance, right. healing. But when we did the uh, gathering on January 7th, it was healings, deliverance, just people, a lot of things, what, marriages. It was so many different areas that people got prayer for. So got healing, good. So good. Well, could you pray for the people as we close this out? I appreciate that. Yeah, people absolutely. would love to hear that. So have absolutely. you pray for them. <laughs> All right, Father, I thank you so much. Yes, Lord. You have an awesome plan that, that you're not in heaven scratching your head wondering, what am I going to do uh, with this mess down there? You've got it all figured out. And your plan is to pour your glory out all over yes, the Lord. world, to change our lives, to change the hearts of men by pouring your goodness and your glory out. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I release your glory on all those that are listening, but I also release your glory on their families. Ho, ah, ho, on their neighborhoods, Father. Yes, Lord. Father, that is your desire. I'm not asking too much. I'm not asking amiss. I know that your desire is that your glory would cover the whole earth. Oh, so in your name, Jesus, I release your glory. I pray, Lord God, that you heal people who have wounded hearts. Those, Lord God, whose hearts have been hurt, have been just in any way wounded, 
their mm. emotional heart, but also their physical hearts. Just put your hand on your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, mm. I receive healing yes, to people's Lord. hearts, to their yes, minds, Lord. to their emotions. Whoa, yes, God. Where fear mm. gripped them, I command fear. You lose God's people now in the yes, name Lord. of Jesus. Oh, and I release faith to fill you. I release courage, oh, hope to fill mm. you now in the name of Jesus. I release love to fill your heart, yes, even Lord. for your enemies. Oh, yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray for every single one that their destinies will be fulfilled and their loved ones. Many of you are upset because you see your children, your grandchildren, not fulfilling the call in their lives. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus, this is the hour where destinies will be fulfilled. I command everyone that is running from the shepherd to come to the good shepherd. Oh, ah, be trained and equipped and fed and be released to fulfill their destiny. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. We bless you. I bless you, Donna. God bless you. Thank you so much for all you've given to us. You've sown a great deal. Uh, people, some people will have to watch this several times. I know some people actually do to get it all. So thanks so much. I appreciate it. And give, uh, is it, Jack is your husband, right? Yes. Give him our congratulations from, yeah. from the Lord and from us for for fighting the good fight and winning it. Wow. Wow. That's just amazing. So, all right. Well, a uh, quick reminder that Kat will be on tomorrow. We love Kat Kerr. We endorse her. We bless her. She has amazing revelation about heaven and concerning heaven. So do not miss tomorrow. It'll be awesome. Uh, and it gets better and better. So Kat Kerr tomorrow. All right, everybody. God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. And we'll see you tomorrow at 11 Pacific. Have a good day. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.